Welcome to another episode, episode 18, in fact, of the Tech That Does a Bite cast. Ah! All right. My name is Jeff Rudin, and with me, as always, my good friend and colleague, Simon C. Hello, Hello. everybody. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Rock on, brother. Rock on. No, I'm doing all right. Doing okay. Getting some, getting work done, getting things done, and I just not making a lot of time for myself, but that's okay. That's all right. Well, maybe not that. No, the weekdays, right. no. <laughs> yeah, it is the weekday, so I probably should be working anyway. So that that's important too. <laughs> yes, it is. Indeed, it is. Good deal. Good deal, sir. All right. Well, let's see. It's episode eighteen. We got all sorts of really good stuff to talk about today. Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, Simon, you were leading off with the first article. So fire yeah, away. Yeah, I am, and uh, it's not a article I'm too happy about. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 yep. So. If you've seen our thumbnail, then you know yep. exactly what I'm talking about. So this is a article from PC mag by Matthew Humphreys, a sealed copy of super Mario 64 sells for $1.56 million. Damn sealed copy. Ladies and gentlemen. I don't even see how that would even be possible in this day and age to get a sealed copy of, of that game. And, have, and I noticed that the, I think in the picture it shows a certified like nine point yep. whatever. Holy cow. 9.8. 9.8. Holy cow. So hmm. a copy of Super Mario 64, 64 for Nintendo 64 set a new record yesterday by selling at an auction for $1.56 million. As Kotaku reports, it's the first video game to ever sell at an auction for north of a million dollars, with the condition of the game leaving Heritage Auction a bit speechless. <laughs> the winning bidder's identity hasn't been revealed, but in return for spending such a large amount of money, they will receive what Heritage Auction described as the highest graded copy of Super Mario 64, with a water scale rating of 9.8. That's wow. A++ seal. Right, right. Basically, if, if 10 were the highest you yeah. get, yeah, you're For right comparison, there. a yeah. 9.4, a plus, just one plus, sealed copy of Super Mario 64 listed back in January received mm -hmm. the highest bid of just $38,400. Seriously? Yeah, that's a big difference. That's a massive difference. Yeah. It's turning out to be a good month for selling sealed copies of old Nintendo games. Last week also saw the sale of a 1987 unopened copy of The Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo, the original NES, which went for $870,000. Damn! Back in Damn. April, $660,000 was spent on acquiring Super Mario Brothers on Nintendo on the Nintendo system, which was also unopened. With video games today increasing behind being distributed digitally, it seems unlikely we'll see the same level of interest when titles release 
on the PS5, Xbox Series X, and Switch 30 years from now. However, the price of mint condition on open games from the 1980s and 1990s will surely continue to rise with their age. Wow. That's because so, video games in the 80s kicked butt and took names. That's why yeah. they always rocked. Yeah, they're, they're After still, that, it all went downhill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. So, uh, God, just... It sucks. I mean, those games I played and my dumb youth have to open it if no, i knew no. okay like okay like you and i were talking about before the show started having you like go back in the past no you little dork don't open that it's gonna be worth something someday you know your little self would have said no man screw you i'm gonna open this and play the game i want to play mario boom and you got you guys would have gotten to a big fight yeah which would have been funny to watch i'm yeah. sure but yeah it'll be funny and i'll realize how dumb i was back then like what are you no, doing no no you're disappointing yeah it's disappointing to 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 see that the game that you played when you were a kid, mm -hmm. you could have had it as a sealed copy. Sure, sure. You know, I still have that game in my closet. Wow. Those game they just listed. I think maybe except Zelda, you know, but the two Mario's, I still have it. They're just not sealed. Wow. You're, you're gonna take you're gonna take about playing later on, aren't you? No, I'm not gonna play it. Well, if I play it, I'm gonna feel sad. It's like <laughs> I'll be like, oh, could have been, man. What could have been? Oh, that's too funny. That is too, too funny. Like, what could have been, man? It's like, uh, uh, just, I mean, I think for me, as long as I, I'm pretty sure not, you know, physical media is going to go away soon. But, mm. hey, everyone, especially if you're around my age, you're millennials, whenever Nintendo released their next console and there's a Mario game that's still in physical copy, buy two copies. Right. One you can play with, <laughs> one you keep store for years to come okay you might it might not maybe 20 years down the line you know the gaming world will be different and those could be rare mm. i think yeah. i'm gonna do that yeah no it's not or a bad next, idea whatever not the next idea. Nintendo console is it's like here's a sealed copy of mario or zelda mm -hmm. those are like the two popular popular ips in nintendo world right right buy them sealed put it in storage don't open it Right, show it to your grandkids. This is this is your inheritance. Oh boy, they tear it apart. No, you darn god, a grateful little snatch. I'm gonna write you out of my will. So, <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of collectibles myself. Not even anything in the realm of what you've got. I have like a, I think somewhere in my closet, I've got like a a sealed uh, Star Wars Monopoly game. I have no idea it'll actually be worth anything. You know, in this day and age, it might be. Yeah, you don't it know. Might man. Who it might be. Who I mean, who, who would have known that a sealed copy of Super Mario sixty four will be this much? I, I'm just more. Impressed I did it. I'm more impressed that there's actually a sealed copy that they didn't sell every single one of them, and somehow, somehow, there are some that are unopened. That that, that actually blows my mind more than anything else. That blows my mind. Yeah, it's because somebody so. was able to predict the future. <laughs> you know so yeah let's go with that sure i mean that that's pretty much my advice for anyone if you're yeah. gonna buy a next gen console especially nintendo and sure. you still sell physical media discs get the first copy or something yeah because i imagine maybe, maybe anything <laughs> ps3 ps4 might be in the same range too that's, those are always really good uh consoles good games to go with them too you never know that that would suck because i don't have any ps3 games nah, no i way. have a ps3 yeah, you know, actually, the, if, if it were me, and not that I want to date myself, any, but uh, for me, it would have been like the Atari 2600 way back when the digital age started. So we're talking like, you know, big, you know, uh, uh, 8 bit graphics kind of thing. Um, 
God, if I had one of those consoles that were still mint in the box, those would probably go for a fair amount of money of itself. Not big, big money like this one did, but it it would still be worth something. Although, although if I had an Apple IIe computer, that'd be that'd be something in and of itself. Yeah. That, that I had one of those as a kid, so that'd have been something. That would have been something. Just oh well, keep your valuables. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the more of the lesson, man. Just just get a storage locker. Make sure yeah. there are no leaks in it. And uh, don't put, open. Put, just open. Don't just open, don't open like physical media anymore. Right. Just just just, 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 just buy stuff and don't open it. There you go. Just buy stuff and don't open. Seems it. Seems like it. Seems like yeah. that's a smart move, especially with physical media like games. Yeah, that's true. This seems like true. a smart move now. That does. It does. It's all right, all right. Simon. It's all right, Simon. It'll, we'll, <laughs> It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> like I was just talking to you. Like I missed an opportunity of getting those free NFTs. True. Space true. Jam. Yep. So, now those might be worth something later on. That that yeah. I don't and know, I missed that, it, that it, opportunity because of one one tweet that I missed. Well, I didn't oh, see. Yeah. Well, well, truth be told, it may not even be worth anything. Even you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, they may just be crap because it's oh, we're gonna go with the non fungible tokens. Let's uh, just catch yeah, that true. wave, yeah, that, and it may be worth crap. You know. Yeah, the market's still pretty. Yeah young right now so. right and and on top of that which is which is not to disparage on lebron he's a great guy amazing player and all that but i i michael jordan you know anything from him has got to be easily worth more probably would be even x number of years later who knows but that's my take i was actually working at warner home video at the time that space jam the first space jam came out now, i didn't get to meet michael or anything fun like that but you know we were part of the promotions that actually went with space jam and all that good stuff. i didn't know so you I, work at warner home video i did I did time. for for a, uh, about a year, year or two, something like that. I was there. Yeah, were you at, cre- at the Burbank studio? Yeah, oh, right, nice. right across the way from it. It was nice. Yeah, really brothers like there. Yeah, it was nice. Sweet. It was nice. All right, all right. Let's move on to our next story because this one's really depressing already. So we're gonna move, <laughs> we're gonna move it away now from right. Um, you know, someone getting rich to to regular Some, consumers, regular consumer money. stuff. All <laughs> yeah. right, now for those of you who are who are watching uh, our our uh, um our live cast here, you'll note that I'm wearing a shirt that says, I love spyware. I've had this shirt forever. It's from uh, jinx.com. They sell, they oh, sell all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, I know. website. I know, right? They're I, still I around. They're, They're still, still around, around but still you know, around. they sell these kind of funny computer related right. shirts. Yeah. They, they've gotten more in, into, into games and TV shows and that sort of thing. That's, that tends to be more of the thing. Now they don't sell goofy stuff like what I'm wearing, but yeah. I saw this. I'm like, Oh, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta wear this. I gotta buy this shirt. I thought it was funny. Okay. So, so Let's talk about Audacity. Now, oh, we're Aud- talking about Audacity. Oh, okay. Audacity. Right. Now, Audacity well, let me as switch over to Audacity. That would be important. Audacity as for those of you who know is an audio editing and recording software that has a tally of over 100 million users worldwide. Yeah. Because it's a free software. Right. It's free and it's open source as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Audacity, uh, or at least the group that owns them, have denied accusations. Denied yeah. accusations. Yeah of it being a possible spyware when it updated its privacy poly- policy at the end of June 2021. Well, little Baxter, we did cover this, you know, a couple episodes ago on our on our um one of our bycasts is that Audacity is an open source software, but it was it was acquired by right. someone called some group called Muse or something. Muse, like Muse group, right. I was yeah. gonna, I was going to touch on that a little bit. Uh yeah, I, I'll touch on that in a moment there. Um, all right, but the the updated privacy policy, per you know, per this BBC News article, says that data gathered by Audacity can be shared with its with its Russia-based infrastructure company WSM, as well as any regional law enforcement agency. 
Um, it was also coupled with them saying that uh, it, it that it that uh, uh, the only data that it exchanges with its users are software updates and error reports. Now, I don't really wholly believe that it's any more than I did with Microsoft where they're saying, oh, just send an error report. It'll totally help us. Yeah, sure it will, buddy. <laughs> it never helps. <laughs> right. Should I send an error report or not send one or does it really matter? <laughs> okay. So needless to say, users were pretty unhappy about the updated privacy mm -hmm. policy, uh, which has caused some to uninstall, uninstall the software or even revert back to a previous or to an older version of it. Now the website Fosspot uh, which is an independent online publishing website uh, that goes on about uh, open source software like Audacity, reacted with an article headline that read as, Audacity is now a possible spyware. Remove it ASAP. The related article uh, to that was quoted as saying, quote, uh, one would not expect an offline desktop application to be collecting such data phoning home and then handing that data to governments around the world whenever they see fit end quote a little harsh there i would say but that might well just be just be really accurate too <laughs> right okay so daniel ray who is the head of strategy for muse group uh that's the company that bought audacity back in april 2021 uh for an unspecified price i wasn't able to find a price for how much they bought it for i, I don't know if you remember simon offhand if there was a i don't remember that. yeah i couldn't find anything so it may not have been disclosed um he was quoted as saying, and I'm kind of splicing together a couple of quotes here. Uh, we don't know anything about our users. We don't want users' personal information. That doesn't help us. The policy was written by lawyers to be understood by lawyers rather than the average person, end quote. Apparently, this was a requirement for any software that sent any form of information back to its creators. Uh, this was also coupled with the rule that users under 13 years of age are, are to no longer be allowed to use the Audacity app unless it's in offline mode. Anyway, so I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they're doing a great job of policing that one. It's, it's Probably so not. Close. Yeah, right. Sure, I'm uh, 14 now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Honestly, it's so dumb. All right. Well... Now, along with this, okay, so it may share the personal data that it gathers with the following group of people per the privacy policy. It can share it with staff members of Audacity, uh, law enforcement, government agencies, and regulators, uh, auditors, advisors, and legal representatives of the company, and potential buyers of the business itself. Now, the user data, data is currently being stored in Europe, and it may occasionally, big air quotes, occasionally, share data with its headquarters in Russia. So, Simon, ask me why they would occasionally share the data with their Russian headquarters. <laughs> ask me. I mean, Go ahead. I, just ask me the question. Why Jeff, would they why would they, why would they need to share it you know, to their Russian headquarters? Well, apparently, according to Mr. Ray above, it is meant to monitor signs of potential distributed denial of service attacks. That's literally it. It's... Which the 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 wild irony, if you will, given like all the ransomware stuff that's been going on in the past year or so, you know, and and obviously attacks from Russia, and you've got this stuff. Oh, we want to make sure we get stop denial of service attacks from you know wherever it might be happening, you know, like from Russia. I'm like, really? <laughs> Just oh my god, yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the the updated privacy uh, spyware of Audacity. Yeah. And it, it makes me so glad I, I stick with Goldwave. <laughs> no, I mean they're they're good software. Just yeah, you know, before they got acquired, but yeah, you know, no, I no, know, no. I know, I read that you no know, group is trying to since it's open source trying to fork 
of right. You and I called, talked about that. Yeah, it's called tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah, such, I such disappointment. Uh, such disappointment I, to read. Yeah, I I would imagine it's a good software. I I kind of stayed away from it because I didn't feel like relearning a new audio software to kind of keep up, if you I will. Yes, your laziness paid off. You, you see, <laughs> yeah. you see how I am, boy. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was kind of surprised by it and I feel bad for like a lot of my fellow voice actors and, and you as well too, uh, you know, that actually have audacity and utilize it quite a bit, I would imagine. And I know like audacity is like, it's like kind of like the software to use and you know, now all this data is going back. The data is going back to the Russians. We use it. No, we protect you from denial of service attacks. You know, worry about it. We've got you covered, comrade. Worry not. I don't know. It, it's 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 kind of nuts, kind of insane. I don't even know what to say about it beyond that. So yeah, I mean, look at this group right here. I think this is from a. Let's take a look. Now, if you are listening to audio, this is a GitHub page. Yeah, right on. It's Audacium. Audacium. Like yeah, it's basically the go is. The goal of, of Audacium is trying to achieve are pretty simple. Restoring Audacity to what it was before with no crash reporting or very simple update checking. You know. Okay. okay. So this is basically another another fork. Nice. Kind of, and there nice. are what 143 contributors to this. Nice. That that should that should definitely accomplish something, I think. That'd be that'd be great. Yeah. So yeah, we just gotta wait for installers everything you know right to be able to fork it because yeah i mean if you guys are still using audacity you know download an older version of it yeah if you can find an older version or if you're able yeah. to retro install which sometimes you can depending on how it's I'm, set I'm up pretty but... sure i mean i have it on my computer but i haven't updated it in a while so oh don't do it yeah don't do it unless you like spyware i mean i love spyware yeah, what, what version audacity is right now uh, yeah, let me take a look. Let me take a look. All right, just it make sure that uh, when it prompts you, would you like to update? Just say no, don't do it. 302. Okay, yeah, I don't think I have 302. I think I have like three or something like that. So, okay, well, there you go. I have to check. So, I All might right. be wrong though. I don't know. So, I might be wrong. So, <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. So, yeah, that's uh, that's audacity for you. So, install at your own risk. Sad. Or wait, so or sad wait. to see something. That was so useful for everybody, you know. Well, it, it, by some company, and then just like just ruins it for everyone. Well, that's just well. Now hold on, hold on. I mean, the, if the software still works really well, I mean, for what I literally I kind of read about, it, it seemed that once they did acquire it, they they modernized it. That was actually part of it that they actually modernized. It. They didn't try to monetize it; they modernized it, so it didn't look like a Windows ninety five interface anymore. Or at least that was part. You know, some of the comments I had read about it. But I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Use... Still looks like the same to me. So. Well, you haven't updated it lately, so that might be why. Yeah, probably won't. But... There, and now you won't. So, but the thing is, it the software may still be really fantastic. It may be great to use, and everybody may love it to death. Unfortunately, it just takes your your data and it, it kind of takes it's kind of like how google does it with not so much as it's a personal identifier but they kind of uh broadly describe who you are your user stuff yeah. and they send it and they send it over to europe and or russia so you know if you're okay with that hey you got nothing to worry about keep using the software i mean i would imagine the software in and of itself is still really good and it's an excellent piece of software i, I like I, said, I haven't used it so i couldn't say anything 
but I'd imagine any uh, any audacity, any current Audacity user that's you know kept up on the updates, they may be like, oh yeah, no, it works great. I love it. Uh, you know, the, yeah, it's a little Russian here and there, but honestly, the code works. You know, the code works better than it well, ever has. I mean, I can see people start using other software like Adobe Audition. Sure, I, I think that most people are going to use that. Yeah, uh, or Twisted Wave or Gold Wave. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, with, we'll with, we'll with 100 million users, I seriously doubt if, if there is a drop in you in their user base, I doubt it would be that significant an impact. I think I don't think it'll if someone's able to fork it. Then if they know, can fork it, yeah, then they, maybe they'll take a switch over, move all the user data or just users itself. Maybe who knows? Yeah. But I mean, it, uh, but it also depends on how important privacy and all that stuff is to them. Your average person be like, oh, I just need to record my podcast and, you know, go from there and not really care one way or another. Yeah. that their data is getting sent across the ocean but a lot of people you know like you and i for sure i know i would care um yeah you know I, you know screw that noise i don't want that going i don't want that happening yeah, same here yep 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 Yep. so we'll keep you updated yep we find out more for sure for sure for sure for sure absolutely all Audacity. right what do we got next here simon so who wants some very a uh, very expensive unlimited data plan uh i know i do uh, I, I know do, I, I don't. Do. I know I don't. Uh, so, AT and T. There's an article from PC Mag. AT and T follows T-Mobile down the truly unlimited plan path. How unlimited is it, Simon? Yeah, the days <laughs> of prioritization are coming to an end, at least for the top of the line service plans. It's always a caveat to it, right? It's coming to an end uh, only on these plans. <laughs> right? Exactly. God. <laughs> So AT&T bumped up the value of its most expensive unlimited data plan by making it its unlimited elite plan truly unlimited. Hmm. I'm going to say the word unlimited a lot. So <laughs> following T-Mobile's move, move with its truly unlimited Magenta Max plan. Jesus, these names are horrible. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like they're trying to go like down the Apple path. It sounds as cool as that does, but it's not going to fly. Yeah, it's not going to fly. Yeah, on other plans, unlimited data generally has a catch. Beyond a certain threshold, it's deprioritized, de meaning it slows down when a tower gets crowded. Uh -huh. That's not a true throttle because if the tower isn't crowded, your data will be just fine. But it can still reduce your service quality. Unlimited Elite at $85 for the first line. So single folks out there, you're going to get screwed on this. So is the top level of AT&T's three unlimited plans. Why, why do you need three? I'm like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, well, I don't know. You'll, I, I don't really care. But it previously on. had 100 gigabyte of priority data, mm -hmm. and the number of people who can use more than 100 gigabyte without hotspot, is, without hotspot mode is pretty slim. You know, Sasha thinks that, Sasha Segan wrote this article, thinks that you could do it with, if you're using primarily using your phone as a Roku and wirelessly casting your free HBO Max to your TV all the time, but that's really an edge case scenario. So basically, you're using your hotspot to, to cast, stream. Yeah, yeah, basically. But geez, that's like abuse right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? God. Along with the truly unlimited data, Unlimited Elite has stopped throttling video resolution and has a 40 gigabyte hotspot allowance up from 30 gigabyte so as with all major carriers unlimited plans AT&T plans get cheaper per line as you add more lines <laughs> yes cheaper 
Yeah. Well, pff, yeah. you get a bunch of friends and whatnot. Oh no, we're all family, really. And boom, you know, you get a nice little discount on your plan. But yeah, but then you rely on them to actually pay for their share. I, well, th there is that yeah. problem. Yeah. That, that's why 80... your friends can't be deadbeats. Yeah. So this eighty-five dollar plan for the first line becomes fifty dollars per line if you have four lines. For example, geez, that's still a lot. That's it is still, a lot of money. Yeah, it's like we say, a strong T-Mobile is great for customers now when when will verizon comcast charter decide decide to step up t-mobile's evp for consumer markets john fry frayer said in a statement I'll say frayer i'll go with yeah. that verizon's plans currently have a 50 gigabyte deprioritization threshold which is already a lot you know the recent ericsson mobility report says average usage in the u.s is 11.1 gigabytes so AT&T and T-Mobile are able to offer perceived customer benefits here without much actual change to their network usage. You know, in his experience, truly unlimited doesn't does doesn't does matter because to this day, no average user knows how much a gigabyte is. That's true. A debatable truth. Yes, yeah. that is true. On unlimited plans, people stop stressing out and just use however much data they feel like. If you only have one or two lines, it's worth taking a look at your actual usage and comparing it to cheaper plans from virtual network operators, such as MVNOs. <laughs> yeah. So plug, plug, plug. Yeah. I mean, $85. Good Lord. It's yeah. Like, I cannot justify myself. Someone that's you no know, one person to pay $85 yeah. for internet. Right right yeah i just can't no you're right it, it's it's a ridiculous amount of money and um god i don't even want to tell you about that it, it's it's a ridiculous amount of money it's uh, uh but it, yeah obviously with a family like myself i'm a family of four actually which i've also included my mother-in-law so we're a family of five mm -hmm. uh where yeah you know you get it's cheaper yeah it's expensive but it's broken up over over the five of us so it's not so bad but yeah but I, I think for me it's more like if you don't need unlimited data plan, you know, right. kind of look, just look at how much you use per month, you know, yeah. and it's really easy to look on your phone. It right. tells you your cellular data usage, right? You look at it and you're like, Hey, I'm only using like two gigs per month. Why am I paying for $85 for unlimited? No, there that's entirely of, true. There are a lot of plans out there. That's a reasonable three gigs a month or four yeah. gigs a month for 15 bucks a month. You know, right. if you pay for a whole year. No, that that's true, and and we and actually my my family we actually had a four gig plan with Verizon, and it worked out great for the four even for the four of us it worked out great. We you know we just told the boys that look just look for a Wi Fi spot wherever you can. If you need to use data, it's fine. Just don't be like watching cat videos all day. You know, just keep you know find a Wi Fi signal for that, and you know just make sure you're logged in and you're and that's fine. And it worked out great for the longest while. Unfortunately, what wound up happening is that when the pandemic hit. Um, the, my boys were living in an apart, an off-campus apartment where the internet was, uh, just having the worst time ever trying to stay online because of all the other apartments in the area were using the same, uh, using the same connection. And it's a big complex. So their data got throttled pretty badly. Uh, they couldn't stay connected sometimes. So, so we decided, you know what, let's just get to an unlimited plan and the boys would hotspot the connection. And they were able to stay online. It actually was bad enough where I think one of them actually um, 
uh, um, actually was uh, actually was taking an exam. The connection dropped. He lost all of his answers, and lucky for him, the professor was okay with him taking a makeup at a later date. Yeah. Uh, but but my niece actually had a similar thing happen, and she was told, "Well, you're gonna have to wait till the end of the semester to retake the exam." You know, and it was so dumb. So I, I told her, I "said Look, if you do it, since you're probably on an unlimited plan, just just hotspot." When you're doing online stuff like that, that way you're not going to connect. He's like, "Oh, that's so smart. Thank you, Uncle Jeff." So you know, it's that it, it's really nuts. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So yeah, it, 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 but it, but the unlimited plan has worked. You know, for yeah, our it part. works, but you know, you it's expensive. It. It's expensive, but it's sometimes I don't know. It just I feel like it just it's just too much nowadays. I mean, like back then, the data plans were already expensive. And then right. they got a little bit cheaper because you were paying by per gigabytes. Right. And then all of a sudden, unlimited comes back because for a while it was gone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It comes back and then that's like super expensive, more expensive than it was before. Well, they probably are seeing that there's so much data going around that an unlimited plan actually now makes more sense. I mean, there's more videos, more pictures, yeah. more just a lot. I mean, like yeah, a but, lot know, they're, they're, of media. Yeah, but they're, they're st they still have a lot of problems to fix. You know, they got congestion well, issues that. Oh yeah, I well, say it's in the works, but. Well, 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 well with well, a with a pandemic, right? I know, but with a pandemic in place, obviously the the data, the data servers obviously have just just been maxed out really hard. No, because it, it's it started this way before the pandemic. Trust me. Well, I would imagine <laughs> the pandemic probably started breaking a lot of that too. Hitting whatever limits was actually being reached yeah. and then breaking it. But you're right. I mean I mean traffic is is uh, internet traffic is insane. And you're you're absolutely right about that. It, it's oh my God. Yeah. But it's but yeah, it's, it's it's like you know if we're paying you this much. You know, you better have really good speeds. I don't want to be your you know oh get up to no, five up to this five G speed. Like, okay, if you're advertising, you know, yeah, if you're to, advertising, you better provide. Yeah, you better provide. They're like, hey, you can get one gigabit. No, theoretically, theoretically, right? Okay, right. And if I do a speed test at home, it's like, well, I got ten. <laughs> I got yeah. ten megabits now. That's that's far cry from your five G speed. So, oh, to be I sure, I don't want to see that nonsense. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. It's ridiculous. I agree. And it's just it's. Well, let's let's hope the uh, the the upgrades will um, you know to the five G network and all that that they've been doing and really touting and so forth. Will I really... don't know. I mean, like five G is still in like a weak state right now. Oh yeah, in America, it's not that great. <laughs> well, people seem to think that it's going to wire through the vaccine and all that jazz. But we, you know, we don't need to get into that part. <laughs> no, I mean, like <laughs> the problem with five G is that the way they advertise it. Yeah, unfortunately, they don't. They're not really honest with what kind of five G it is. Oh really? Yeah. So it's just like the five G they might advertise. If you see it on your map, it might be just a little bit faster than four G LTE. Just a little bit, not too lot, not too, not a lot. Sometimes huh. your LTE could be much faster. <laughs> but what we want is like ultra wide band, right? Millimeter wave. Right. The problem is they don't really advertise it because you can't get it anywhere. Those are, those are not the long distance one. They're like shorter range. So okay. like they're like in certain facilities. So for example, AT&T, I think they have that ultra wideband or whatever they call it. They call it 5G plus. 
Right. Okay. Some okay. Stupid marketing name. <laughs> Whatever. Of course. Yeah. You know, those you marketers. Look, you yeah. look at the map, and you know, like, it's only specific locations. So, for one, here in LA, Dodger Stadium has it. Oh well, yeah. There's always a lot of people there, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. That's about it. Close to us is Dodger Stadium to get that really good speed. Dang. You now, everywhere else is just kind of like mid-band stuff. That's average speed. Average. Those are the speeds of what you should have got when you were on 4G LTE. Okay. Okay. Huh. So I feel like we're, we're we're like one step behind. You know, it's like okay, these are the speed I should be getting back in uh -huh. 2013 or 14 when LG, LTE was launched. Right. Right. You know? So it's like we're like here's 5G, but our speeds are like a year behind. <laughs> so it's. Well, it's like you know what South Korea is laughing at us because they have really good internet. <laughs> well, I'd argue they don't have as many people either as we do, and that's that maybe be a part of. It. I may be wrong. I actually don't know yeah. what the population of South Korea is, but you know, they're probably looking at six G already. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you get what? <laughs> it's like yeah, don't laugh what? at our internet speed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's that. <laughs> We're really <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah, I mean, uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna pay eighty five bucks. Per month, no, don't man. It's not even including taxes and fees. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, yeah. Obviously, so it comes obviously. out to be close to 90 bucks. bucks. Yeah, I would say probably, yeah. well, probably higher. I bet, I bet it's higher than that. Yeah, depending Anyways. where it depends where you live. So, yeah, yeah. All right, Jeff. All right, let's talk about Microsoft. Microsoft, yes, Microsoft, those, those freaking guys. Okay, so Microsoft. Um, is looking to acquire Risk IQ, which is a San Francisco-based cybersecurity company whose primary function is to help discover and assess threats across enterprise networks and supply chains. Sounds very official, doesn't it? Um, so Eric Dewar, uh, Vice President of Cloud Security at Microsoft, blogged, quote, with the acquisition of Risk IQ, we will continue our mission to help customers defend their growing digital estate against increasing cyber threats, end quote. He went on to write that the acquisition will help companies, quote, build a more comprehensive view of the global threats to their business, better understand vulnerable internet-facing assets, and build world-class threat intelligence, end quote. How did that sound? You like that? All right, so... As noted in the article, uh, this no doubt has to do with the rather, rather rabid rash of ransomware attacks that have been on the rise in the past uh, few years, especially last year, more so, which has been getting a lot of TV coverage. Um, well, the terms of the deal were not made public. A price tag of over $500 million has been reported as the sale price. So should be interesting to see how uh, Microsoft is going to kind of dive into the realm of cybersecurity and see if they can... Uh, Stop ransomware, which I I'm kind of assuming is the case for for why they're doing this. Um, obviously, with ransomware out there, I'd imagine these ransomware people are probably like finding vulnerabilities in yeah uh, various Windows systems. Which is not to say that Mac is immune from it, but oh, yeah, I would, definitely not. No, I'm sure they're not. Um, but uh, usually, you don't hear about Mac viruses as as the saying used to go. I know it's just as bad as it is for Microsoft, but Microsoft tends to be more prevalent in a lot of offices, and whatnot. So you're more likely going to find Microsoft-centered viruses and obviously ransomware in that case. So it'll be interesting to see how how Risk IQ will actually stop or prevent, or at least be able to mitigate somehow, perhaps the uh, um, the, these ransomware attacks that that have been getting out there. So it should prove interesting to see what what will happen. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah. 
I don't know. It's it's Microsoft, so I don't have like a whole lot of faith in it. But buy, buying a third party company that, in theory, knows their stuff, okay. We'll we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, we shall see, Microsoft. And we shall see. We're watching you, as we always have been. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, all right, whatever, man. Let's end our show with this last article about. Amazon. Amazon. All right. So apparently, <clears throat> according to this article, Amazon wants to watch you sleep. Uh, very likely in a really unhealthy, creepy Twilight movie. Let me guess. Edward they want to Cullen. use Amazon Echo to watch uh, Well, you, sleep. you know, there you go. In a really unhealthy, creepy Twilight movie, Edward Cullen, Bella Swan, psychotic sort of way. I think that's how they actually want to do this. Just kind of stand there and just watch you sleep. You know, I don't know what you reference, but okay. The the movie Twilight, do you remember that at all? Probably yeah, for I the know, better. I never watched it. Well, good for you. I I did. I even read the books. I admit it, and it's it, they were awful. I'm not even gonna go into it. Were you forced to? Or what happened? <laughs> uh, well, I, I lost a bet. No, it's it's uh, no. I I was curious about it because there was a big hoopla about it. Could have been the next Harry Potter, and it shouldn't have been. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Even Stephen King, Stephen King, the the king of horror, dissed the books and when you're getting dissed on by by the king if you will you know you're, you're you're just looking for trouble anyways all right so on july 9th the fcc approved a waiver for amazon to use some type of sleep tracking uh, uh, technology here uh simply referred to as, as a radar sensor it, it apparently will quote enable touchless control of device features and functions end quote and be able to capture quote motion in a three-dimensional space to enable contactless sleep tracing functionalities, end quote. In other words, radar stuff is going to wa basically watch you sleep. That's the short answer of what it's going to do. Um, and I guess it's going to like scan you and all that. I mean, if you really kind of think about it, if it's going to, if it's going to watch you from a 3d standpoint, obviously it's like scanning you. Okay. Not just mm -hmm. a really creepy butt, but it's going to scan your butt. So literally it's going to scan your butt. <laughs> Amazon envisions the radar feature to potentially, quote, uh, provide significant benefits to consumers with mobility, speech, or tactile impairments, end quote. This is also in addition to sleep tracking and improving the user's awareness and management of sleep hygiene. I don't know what that last part means, but if it means like counting farts or something, you know, sleep hygiene. Sleep. <laughs> I told my wife about that. She's like, that was pretty much her reaction. Was that what does that mean? Sleep hygiene. I, I would I would imagine maybe an increase or reduction of Dutch ovens. I I just don't know, Simon. I just don't know. Um, now, per the FCC uh, waiver, uh, Amazon devices that will be affected uh, are to be the non-mobile and only operating when connected to a power source types, uh, which would suggest, as you mentioned earlier, the new Echo or Echo Show. Now, curiously enough. Amazon didn't respond to any requests for comments. Those creepy SOBs. So Amazon just threw something out there and says, yes, we're going to watch you sleep, and we don't want to talk about it with you, and left it at that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So no, no, Amazon, you're not going to watch us sleep. Oh, my Detect God. Us how we sleep. We don't need no, no, you. I in I, our bedroom, Amazon. I I, I do not. You're already need in some people's living room. So yeah, well that's true. I've I've got an Echo device or not Echo, but I have a I have a Alexa device in, in my room. It's it's older for sure, so it doesn't have this radar I have a, technology. I have a Fire TV. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. See, there you go. It's probably watching me right now. So. It could be. Because <laughs> it's right it in front of my face. So. You'll see a little Amazon guy you know, waving at like, you. Hey. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, Where's I don't, my need, stuff? I don't my need stuff. Some, I just don't need some some mega corporation watching my, my sexy wife sleep. That's my job. So, you know, I just, 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 yeah. It might just be just advisable as a whole to not have surveillance type devices, you know, things that listen, things that watch mm -hmm. in your bedroom. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. So don't do that. Amazon. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Don't do it. One more thing. Idea. I want to go back to that story about AT&T and their expensive yeah. unlimited plan. Right on, right on. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are look if you are looking for a good deal and if you're okay with switching to prepaid. Oh, you mean it's a tech deal we might like? Ooh, I like yeah. I like this already. Tech, tech deals de you might like. It's a tech deal you might like <laughs> if you're looking for a more affordable unlimited plan. If you are willing to switch to prepay, okay. So right now, the normal plan for unlimited AT and T prepay is seventy five dollars, but you save twenty five bucks off. You save twenty five bucks right now for their deal, and if you have auto pay enabled, it'll be just fifty bucks a month hmm. before taxes and fees. Nice. Now I've seen this offer come and go once in a while, so. Right, so it's like, a, it's like a seasonal sale item, it sounds like. Yeah, so, you know, this is the only one that has 5G enabled in the prepaid, in the prepaid plans. Right on, right on. So, yeah, you might not have the, you know, unlimited elite where you could do whatever you want, you know, stream as much as you like, but, you know, if, yeah. if you need to save money, you need unlimited, this is a good plan. And right. if you want, I mean, you want to be on AT&T. Yeah, and that, that's what you really have to assess and be able to be on anything else. What are your phone needs? Excuse me. Do, I mean, do you need to just to have it be a phone where you make phone calls? Do you need to watch cat videos 24-7? Do you, you know, just pop onto Facebook every so often, check things out, close it out? Uh, do you text all the time? You really got to kind of just be honest with yourself about what your, your digital needs are, if you will. Yeah. And decide whether you a you need an unlimited plan if you really feel that you need one or are simply willing to spend the money for it. You know, get a decent plan that'll fit your needs. And it sounds like this this particular plan would probably do really well for a lot of people instead of that, you know, that elite plan you, you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Good so God. It's, it's just that's yeah, that's like their premium plan for their postpaid customers. But for most people that are single, we don't do postpaid, we just prepay. Yeah. You know, just one person. Why are we I don't have a family? <laughs> that you're aware of yeah well even if i did I'll, I'll still try to find ways to like save money on well no no you totally yeah. should you, you absolutely should but just you know i i would imagine that it could be a, a real pain in the ass for the average person i mean you probably do this you know fair number yourself so you're used to it of uh, switching providers that have better deals um you know like if you went from like t-mobile to verizon or from verizon to uh, uh at&t or whatever it might be switching providers could be really problematic if you're chasing deals constantly but you know, for for yourself, I mean, I know you you're pretty familiar with it, so it's probably not that big a deal for you to do it. Your average, mm -hmm. you know, consumer could be like, ah, you know, I just I just want to it's stay a lot with of work. Verizon. It, it, it's a lot of work. It yeah, I just I just want to stay with Verizon. Can you make it easy for me and not like charge me an arm and a leg? And you know, that's really the long and short of what happens. So, there you go. There you yeah. go. So, you know, it just it just feels like data plans are getting more expensive rather than cheaper. Yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah. true. 
And That's probably true. Don't forget about that phone you paid too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're not paying it like a grand for the phone, I mean, really, are, do you have a phone? Yeah, don't but, fall uh, for those. Don't <laughs> fall for those. Don't fall for those free phones. No, they're never free. Don't. They're never you, free. No. Yeah, they're never don't free. You know, because fine print's like, oh, 24 month bill credit. But after you play for this, when you're on this plan, like, well, you probably still have to pay sales tax on it anyways, right? So I mean, it's, yeah, when, when you, you first you, buy you, it, yeah, when you first you start to pay sales tax, and yeah. also most of them will be like, oh. Free phone when you when you add a line. <laughs> when you add right, a line. <laughs> right. And then you might have to pay taxes on that line too. Right. So if you get the thousand dollar phone, ten percent tax, whatnot, boom, that's a hundred bucks you got to pony up. So yeah. there you go. So just yeah, yeah. Just you got to do your homework. That yeah. that's the short answer. Or listen to Simon; he'll tell you what you need to do. It and he'll he's the man. He'll he can give you all the all the bill stuff and tell you what's going on. He's he's the man for that. Yeah, I prepay for, sure. for a a a. Uh, MVNO annual plan. Right. How much I, I pay 160 bucks. Nice. No. Nice. With tax, 180. 180. Well, okay. still, that's that's pretty good. That's for that's, three that's, gigs per month. Phew. For a whole year. Okay, wow, that's that's really good. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that's and really it's, amazing. Uh, and it's MVNO, Red Pocket. You right, can find right. that. You can find their EBA store. They have an annual sale. No, that was a flash sale, so that was a good deal. So that's why yeah, I, yeah. I probably bought it. And I'm using the AT&T network because you could choose which network you want to use. So. Right. Right, 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 right. So there you go. Shop around. Shop around. Get the good bargain. Talk to Simon and ask him what, what's the best way to go. And boom, 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 boom. You'll yeah, have a, so, you, have a, you have a good plan, a cheap plan. Well, I mean, we are going to review a carrier <clears> soon. <throat> no, I'm going to look back. Stay tuned, everybody. I'm going to look back on T-Mobile, see how much they improve. Well, if they improve in my area. <laughs> so we <laughs> hope. So we yeah. hope, right? So we so hope because it's not the first time I've been disappointed by them. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, big hey. unrelated question. Big yeah. unrelated question. Have the AirTags updated yet? <laughs> I don't know. I, I need to pick it up from you. <laughs> okay. All right. I wasn't sure if you had to, range. I can't I thought, do anything about it. You know? I wasn't sure if you had to do it that way. All right. All right. I, I have I'll, to get I'll, it from we'll, you. We'll meet up. We'll, we'll get that yeah. done. I thought, I thought it was just. You could read that on your phone, but nope, nope, you gotta you gotta have it near you. All right, cool. Yeah, Bluetooth range. That's why. Right on, right on. All right. Thought I just asked the question. Yeah, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, cro crossing your fingers. I God. No. whenever that happens. Yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever that happens. The, whenever the check clears, right? <laughs> whenever the firmware clears, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. All right. All well, right. That's it, well, Jeff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today on Tech That Doesn't Bite. The Tech That Doesn't Bite cast, of course. I'm Jeff Worden with me is Simon C. We appreciate your viewership. Uh, we'd love to have you come visit our site, techthatdoesabite.com. Uh, we definitely would love to have you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, click the notification button so you know when we update stuff. Uh, we would love to also hear from you. We have a Google link that we, uh, a Google Forms link that we put in every description of our videos. So you can always contact us. And hey, we get, if you want us to review something, you can contact us that yeah. way. If you got questions, Call us you know, or contact us, I should say. Not call us. We don't have we're, We don't want you calling us. <laughs> we love you, but not that much. But, you know, but call us. Absolutely. So we yeah. definitely want to know about you and what and you want And don't worry about the Google form. We don't collect emails. Yes, no. that's true. We, we are. We, we set it to not collect emails. We, you know, right. we just want you to send comments and we see it. You could write in your name, your screen name, whatever you like. Right. So absolutely. Don't absolutely. worry. Yeah. We don't collect emails. We don't collect data. And we're definitely not sending that data to Russia. You're welcome. So thank you very much again, once again, for joining us today on the Tech That Does a Bicast. And thank See you, you for time. listening to 
us on your favorite podcasting app. Yes. You no. Know, yes. Subscribe there. Leave a review if you can. Yeah. And if we're not on your favorite podcast servers, please, by all means, let us know who they are. We'll take care of that as soon as we're able to do so. Yep. Well, all everybody, right. take Thank care. You very much. And we will see you next week. We will, we will definitely see you next this week. This guy for sure, for sure. messed up last week. I like, know. It's so ago. bad. The guy is on vacation, so. <laughs> I, I didn't help that. <laughs> but we will see you next week. So. Definitely see you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.